Hello and welcome to the Catherine Plano podcast. We have a new format of the show and it's broken up into four parts. Moments of All, where I share actionable tips, strategies and coaching models that you can implement in your daily life for massive improvements. Tips from my pen, where I share personal insights from my morning pages. The Paradigm Shift blogcast, where you can now listen to our monthly themed articles. And finally, Purposeful Conversations with our Radical Shift series, where we have honest chats with change instigators, compelling creators, and interesting humans who are breaking the cycle of convention and redefining success one mission at a time. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning, connection, and resilience into your life. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of practical goodness. Tips from my pen is journaling a stream of consciousness that flows through me and onto my pages. It's an altered state of consciousness where I do not interfere with the flow of what is coming through, but allowing the space for the information to be seen and heard. In these episodes, I will be sharing the information that has come through my morning pages, and then I will do my very best to share my own interpretations and insights from the information. Now, in saying that, I invite you to share your insights and reflections from the information that you receive from these streams of consciousness. Over the years, I have received profound information and acted on such information. Some of these decisions changed my life forever and they can change yours too. My aim with these episodes is to get you a little bit more inspired with simple life hacks, tips and tricks to make your life happier, healthier, and more beautiful. Welcome to another week of Tips from My Pen, and this week's title is called Stop Old Wounds from Repeating Relationship Patterns. So let's get into the morning pages. There are many ideas about what a wound is and many conversations on how wounds need to be fixed. And yet, what if we were to see the perfection of every wound and see them as gifts or as the great awakening? Only if one chooses to see it at all because many will resist the wound and not be with the wound. Too many turn their back in hope that it will disappear or they don't want to face into it. Some would rather blame others than own it. Yet one must use their pain as a way to contribute to the world, to help others wake up or lean in and dance with their wounds. So isn't that true? Who said wounds are bad? Uh, What about if we saw wounds as a hidden jewel or diamond? What about if we looked at wounds as a message that will forever transform our life? Would we turn our head in the other direction? I don't think so. Everything that we experience is a wake-up call. So from my own experience, I have um, only come to terms with my own wounds 
only when I am present in the moment with my wounds and when I am in my body listening to the wound. The wound does have a purpose and it is up to us to invest time with it, without judgment of course, and you have to be in it to heal it. So that's what I got out of that paragraph. Okay, let's get to the next paragraph. Wounds are not meant to last forever. They heal eventually and sometimes they may take a little longer to heal than others, especially if one keeps poking at it. The fastest way to heal a wound is to stop picking at it, stop touching it, stop trying to fix it up, but instead allow it to heal in its own time. Be with the wound. Give the wound space to be. What if you were to see wounds as a way to grow? Some of your deepest wounds have healed and you probably have a scar to prove it, but they never truly open up again and bleed. They are there as a reminder of the battles you have won. Your body automatically starts healing a wound as soon as there is a wound to heal. The reason most wounds take time to heal is because it is either neglected or infected. But if you were to change the meaning you gave your wound, whether it's in your heart or in your mind, as soon as there is the slightest pain, you know with every ounce of your being, it will begin to heal and thus one can transform all emotional wounds just by making a decision that they are going to give their wound experience another meaning and be grateful for the experience. When one is not present, not in their body, sort of speaking, one is avoiding dealing with their wounds. One can be stuck in their past, turning their back from their wound, and one can be dancing the future, which is a sure sign that one is avoiding what they need to face as a way to heal from the wound or heal the wound. So from this paragraph, for me, it clearly states that there is, no matter what the experience, it's the meaning that we give it that shapes and forms the wounds, whether we labor it as either good or bad, right or wrong, broken or healed. And there's many different types of wounds, uh, you know, whether it's uh, abandonment, uh, mother, father, um, avoidant, all, all the, the different avoidant um, uh anxious attachment styles so there's many wounds right and the thing is a wound is a wound so if we give our wound meaning that it needs to be fixed then we are sending messages to our greater mind that we are broken and all that will do is bring um bring more about of that energy into our existence so sometimes when we invest too much time in the past thinking this is how we connect with our wound because that's what happens. Most individuals think I, I'm going to fix up my wound but I better, be, better go back in that time, in that moment. Um, but all that does really is light you up like a Christmas tree with all of those emotions. The best way to do it is bring your wound in the present moment because you have different eyes, different ideas, different ways of looking at things. Um, and so when you are really present with your wound um, and, and sit with your wound in the here and now, uh, it, it's, it's the only way you're going to allow your wound to express itself. Now, the other thing that I got out of this paragraph is that our wounds will keep bubbling up until we give it space to be seen, heard and healed. 
So we can only heal, remember, the wound in the present moment, not in the past. Okay, let's go to the final paragraph. Most individuals keep themselves stuck in their wound because they are hanging on to their wound. They are not letting go of it, meaning they keep it alive by the stories they share about their wounds. The narrative is what keeps the wound alive and the meaning seems to change over time and expand as the story gets bigger. Imagine if you had a working single mother who had to work hard for survival. One could get lost in the story of abandonment. But what about if abandonment served a purpose? One can conjure all sorts of things like it is a way for you to grow up and be independent. It strengthens your survival mechanism. It gives you courage to face your fear. It gives you fortitude to move forward no matter what life throws at you which builds self-esteem and thus have the ability to take control of your life and be the master of your own destiny. Destiny, that is. What if abandonment made you comfortable to be in your own skin? What if now you relish your time on your own and thrive without external validation and be at ease in your own body and mind? You see it in the wild. Birds pushing their babies out of the nest. Now you don't see the bird drown in the abandonment story. Quite the opposite. It takes the air beneath its wings and soar through the skies. It is having fun in its freedom. Then one would ask, why do individuals hang on to their wound stories? Well, because so often individuals mistaken familiarity, the comfort of their wound for safety. A little like better the devil you know. Or are riddled with fear of change because of the attention one has received from their wounds. Or fear of stepping into their power, their light, and reclaim what was theirs in the first place. Love, belonging, and connection with oneself, not with another. Only then can you truly love and connect once you own all parts of who you are. You are good enough just the way you are. Well, there's a lot to digest in that final paragraph. And I think the biggest takeout for me is the reason we hang on to our wounds. And really, we need to understand what is the secondary gain from us hanging on to our wounds. Are we hanging on to our wounds because we get attention or we get help? Are we hanging on to our wounds because that is the only way we feel seen, heard and validated? Are we hanging on to our wounds because we believe we don't deserve happiness? We deserve to suffer? And are we repeating our wound pants because that's all we know? And that's all we have known and we feel comfortable in these patterns and we repeat it. What is familiar to us? The way I see it is that these patterns will continue to surface as a way of us becoming conscious of our unconscious programming as a way to gain mastery over whatever we are dealing with. And this is the deep work that I speak about. Now, keep in mind, what fires together, wires together. And this refers to the way neurons in our brain creates stronger, more efficient and more familiar pathways. So the more you think about or talk about your wounds, right? Remember, it's us that is keeping them alive with our stories. But... What about if you were to sit in a quiet place with a journal 
you can light a candle and set an intention that you are going to sit with your wound and give it space. The way that I do it is that I obviously, I love to journal, so I write down what my wound wants to say by giving it a voice, right? Sometimes I might even say to a specific wound, if you had a name, what would you like to be called? Um, If you had a voice, what would you like to say? Um, I allow the emotions of my wound to express itself without judgment and nurture the wound with love, right? So I'm always, and obviously the wound sits with the inner child, so I'm always giving space for uh, the inner child to come through. And with journaling, the way that I allow the different, I guess, tones, the different frequencies or energies to come through, you can actually change the color of your pens. So for example, when I'm doing inner child work, I might use a pink pen pink pen when I'm tapping into that creative aspect I might use a green pen when I'm journaling and just allowing things to come through I might use a blue pen so be as creative as you want you can use different colored pens textures you can even draw right so sometimes I would say to my word if you would like to draw right now what would you like to draw and I'd get out the colored pens and pencils and so forth right so I think that um by even giving a, a wound a name, it would feel acknowledged. And um, and I think that uh, by giving the space to uh, for the wound to be heard, seen, uh, experienced, all of those kind of things with love and light, the more it's going to just all the things that need to come out. And if, if you need to cry, cry. If you need to, whatever you need to do, you might need to go for a walk. But just be with the wound and see what happens. I'd love to hear back from you. So if you've got anything to share, please share on uh, either social media or send us a message. Uh, and if you think this episode would help another, please share. Um, because sharing is the way that we help others rise. Thank you once again for your time, your energy and namaste. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please click on share show with your friends to help make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to get involved is to click on follow show or leave a review on iTunes so that we can give you a shout out on the show. If you have been a long time listener of the show, you know we are big on delivering content that is valuable for you. Content that will address your pain points. So if you have any questions or ideas for a podcast show, please reach out and we will create the content to meet your needs. Yes, you heard right. If you have topics, themes or special guests that you want to hear from, please send us a note to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will create a show especially for you. Wherever you are in the world, sending you love, blessings and peace. Namaste. Namaste.